Welcome to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrude. How about uh, how about you? How are things going over there? You get your key fixed? You get the? Uh... Oh no, my uh, I'm I'm tempting fate right now. I did. Did I tell you anything about my uh, in, my dentist adventures? No, just that they wanted a ton of money and you asked for pain pills. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's not. I mean. They're chill with that. Listen, they offered ibuprofen, like a higher strength ibuprofen, and I got a. Yeah, I went to like the corporate, farmed out, don't have to have insurance, dentist type place. Uh, I got in line yeah. behind a a fellow in hunting or no, it was Santa Ana. He had a red fox racing hat. Uh, you know, he had the full HB white pride uniform, like the dicky shorts. Uh, past past his knees, full leg yeah. sleeves, uh, tattooed full full sleeves, chain wallet. He a, like he supports a cause that has lost a world war. That's, that's yeah, and he's got a SS pin, enamel pin with a, a you know that very particular skull on it. And he's yeah. at the discount dentist with me. Uh, and you know, he could afford full sleeve. He could afford to tattoo his whole body, but he, it's, he admitted because I could, that's the kind of dentist I was at, as you could hear all the other people in there is he hadn't been in to the dentist in at least 10 years. So that means more like 15 or 20, but yeah, he can afford tattoos, but getting your teeth cleaned, that's, uh, that's not part of the superior races program. Yeah. He's probably got that side night that cyanide capsule in one of his teeth so he doesn't want to knock it loose yeah well we should be so lucky <laughs> yeah yeah that's the second Fuck that, dude. yeah that's the second experience i've had like that in under a month where i get in line and i'm behind and i'm like that looks some that looks sketchy and sure enough it is and both of those places were i was at del taco and the lady got behind i got behind she had white tattooed on one arm and pride down another, and then like, like oh that's that's weird. Jesus. And it was I mean wow. it was it was like jailhouse style. It was real bad. Yeah, and it was faded. So I mean you know, but also if you have moved on from that, get it taken care of. Like block Just that for out. Sleeves. Yeah, that too. Where's <laughs> simple as that. Yeah, get a long sleeve shirt. Get a raglan. You don't even have to go full sleeves. Just <laughs> cover it up. And then she ended up buying Jesus. my uh, my Del Taco for some reason. So <laughs> it's like, this is. Oh. I should probably Yikes. draw a line in the sand, but you just gave them your cash while I was paying for my food. So okay, I, we're not on the same team, but I'll. I don't know. Yeah. What what is it about me that makes you think I need your help? That maybe I need to deal with that, or maybe you're just yeah. trying to uh, bring someone over to the, the your side. Yeah, I mean she's already in Orange County. It's not like she saw another white person and was like, "Hey, here's a taco." Well, that was Long Beach, and I, I'm like, oh, it never. I mean, it never makes sense. Like trying to look for sense with these people is, uh, yeah, just a fool's errand. But 
you know. Yeah, after I saw that photo of that dude with that that pen, I was like, we need to bring back like just public, like little like eleven year old TV. Just destroy that guy, make him cry. That's that's the type of level we need to get to with those types of people. Like, yeah, you can wear your whatever your hate mongerage paraphernalia out, but uh, I'm gonna make fun of your knees all day. I would love to get back to that and just like shaming people like into the shadows at least so they're not like because that is so fucking brazen just to be wearing that shit around and not to be have any fear of you getting this like your teeth your rotten meth ridden teeth knocked down your throat yeah Uh, i don't like i didn't really see it that like maybe i wasn't looking for it when i lived down there but it seems like every single time i've been down there been down there like three times in the past six months, but every single time I get down there, it feels very confrontational. Like going to my doctor's appointment, there's people that don't want to put on their masks. They don't put it in there. Like they're making a point out of it. And you're like, what is up down here? <laughs> Everyone is angry. Well, it's like your life's been so like, but your the external factors of your life have probably been so easy. Your, your whole existence that any kind of pushback now feels like tyranny. And it's like, yeah. I get it. You've lived in 75 degree weather and got to surf every day of your life. And now, you know, you have to wear a piece of cloth over your face. And oh my God. Like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's pretty bizarre. There's, uh, I, I don't have any answers. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's fair. I don't even think I really want answers. I don't want justification of why that person think that thinks that's cool uh, or what they're trying to say with it. But um, I don't know. It just seems like, like get over yourself. Yeah. And it's also, they get to do that because most like rational people don't walk around like ready for fights and like ready for like to insult people publicly or like have comebacks. Like most people are just like, ah, oh, live and let live. I'll uh, do my thing, yeah. you do your thing. And then that's why, like, that that feeling of just being a uh, total and utter pussy is just, like, all too familiar with me because, like, I just, I, that's how I keep my head down. I try to avoid people, and then every now and then, you know, something comes up, and I'm like, man, I didn't practice. I don't have any insults, like, just in my back pocket. Like, yeah. if, if you're just completely... And it's also co- the fact, like, I've had it... Uh, where a guy pulled up, he, I was following the guy too close, apparently on the freeway. And the dude got out of his car on the freeway. And I was like, man, I'm going to make fun of him, make a face or just honk my horn until he gets back in his car. But then I was thinking, if this guy's crazy enough to put his car and park on a freeway and get out of his car, he might just be crazy enough to murder me. And I don't know if I, I want to go out dying with a smirk on my face, making fun of his haircut. But yeah, I don't know if this is the hill I want to die on of just trying to get to work or wherever I'm going. Yeah. I had this, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I told you about this one. I tell you about the guy that threw garbage on me. No. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) yeah. Um, whatever my driveway is, it's a whole, blessing and a curse type thing because it's like great i have a place to park and then we live pretty close to a restaurant where people are just always picking up food and blocking our driveway and 
it's a it's an ongoing saga and whatever i went out to walk echo and uh there's a brand new bmw suv part like completely blocking my park my uh driveway which is whatever i'm i'm going for a walk and I, i'm like literally my my front door spills out and i'm like on the sidewalk right in front of my house and then i just hear the clanking of empty garbage hitting my driveway the people the per the person in the driver's side uh of the bmw just just emptied just everything they had they just threw out onto my driveway and i was just like yo like i what are you doing you can't just throw your shit here it like people live yeah. here like wh- what's going on and it was just like this little kind of white trashy looking chick she looked like anemic and pale and greasy and but sitting in a brand new new S, like bmw suv and i was just like yo c- like come on what are you doing and meanwhile, her boyfriend's coming back from uh, picking up the food he gets, and he's like, "Hey, man, what happened?" And I'm like, "She's throwing her fucking garbage all over the place. Like, what's that's not cool. It's like a trash thing to do. Like, what do you, you know what I mean?" And he goes, "Oh man, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Uh, he, here, hand it to me." And I'm like, "Okay, thanks so much." Oh fuck, there's a cockroach. God damn it! Hold on. No, it disappeared. Nope, there he's back. Oh. Well, you got to move now. Oh, it's everywhere. I think I got it. Or that's another one. Ugh, speaking of ongoing sagas. This is my life, Sean. I'm getting garbage thrown at me and roaches are just crawling out from underneath God knows where. It sounds like you have visible stink lines around you wherever you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm pig pen incarnate. But uh, back to my point. He he acts apologetic. He's like, here, man, hand it over. Like, well, I'll deal with it. I, so I'm like, hey, thank you so much. That's like, you know, I appreciate that. And he gets it, and he gets it all together, and then he just whips it back across his girlfriend, and just gets me right in the chest. And like, just oh fuck that. Yeah, and I'm just like, I was so blown away. I'm like, and I, I knew, you know, when you're like doing the quick calculation and like. What do I fucking do here? Like, he's in front of my house. Like, it's yeah. a brand new BMW, and the dude's dressed nice enough, but, like, I don't know if he's affiliated with anybody. And so, like, all I could all I could muster up was, like, man, you're so cool. That was such a cool thing to do. What a rad person. Like, what a great guy you are that you get to do that to somebody else who's just, like, yeah, a, a calling attention to, you know, this shitty behavior. But... He drove off. I didn't pick a like. I was like, I could knee his car. I could knock off his wind or uh, his the side view mirror. I could get his license plate or whatever. And I just he drove off. And I was just like, I went on my walk and I was just doing that like that fucking impotent dad kind of scoffing, like just like thinking about yeah. all the things I could have said while I was on the walk. And I mean, I'm still fucking thinking it. about it. Like, Oh, if that ever happens yeah. again, I need to do, I need to do this. And uh, I don't know what would, what would the so-and-so do? And, but like, he's in, like, I don't want him coming back and fucking with my car or throwing a brick through my window or fucking, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't I know. I mean, that's, that's, you don't want to draw attention to that. Like that's your house. <laughs> like, give him a target to come back to. Uh, but yeah, it was, that's when you could, you, 
you could always just lean into the opposite direction and be like, I'm going to go inside and grab my gun and I'm going to come back out and I'm going to start shooting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he's like, Oh, this guy is crazy. I don't know what I just did. Yeah. Or he has a gun already. I don't, he doesn't, I don't even get the chance to go inside and you know, I'm dead or injured yeah. over some PF Chang's fucking or Kung Fu Panda garbage. It's like, it, it's just one of those, like I was talking to my buddy about it and it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you did the right thing and the right thing always feels like, well, being a pussy apparently is the right thing. And just like taking the yeah. shit, like literally taking the trash the world throws at you and just being like, well, I did the right thing. I nobody got hurt and who, like, but I think that's, it's just your inner 14 year old that's saying like, dude, fuck this guy. Let's fight this guy. No, I mean, that'll like, be my inner 75-year-old, too. Like, seriously, fuck that guy. But also, like... Yeah. I mean, he's clear... Like, what a... They went home, ate shitty Mexican food, and had garbage sex with each other. Hopefully just burping yeah. and farting all, all over each other. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, the only the only thing that... So far, the only better reaction that I, uh, my friend Gary came up with was I should have just pretended to be really into the garbage throwing and asked for more. Like, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. A little bit more. Hey, do you have any... Yeah, do you have any... Can you just, throw something else? Just start taking off your pants and shirt and be like, <laughs> okay, okay, and just keep saying okay. Like, this is something something he doesn't know is going to happen next. And that's... Uh, yeah. Just strip naked and start coating yourself in butter, a la Bronson. I feel like uh, this this lockdown has really put me in a place where I'm going to try some things when I get back into public and society. That's probably not going to be a good idea because I like that idea. Is the to me right now that's the perfect response. It's just <laughs> so crazy. This guy. I, I feel mean, like it's going to be a a learning curve when uh, when all this goes back to normal. Yeah, because if you hit hit like tough guy with tough guy, it's like all right, that'll escalate. But if you're like, oh, this person might be medicated, then you open up a whole new realm that maybe they don't want to step into. Which yeah, but again, it's like I don't walk around just being like, all right, if somebody does this, I gotta know how. Like I need to be ready to act fucking crazy and strip naked. Yeah. I mean, outside of living in Huntington Beach, I don't think anybody does that. I don't think that's a healthy way to live. But I mean, I think a lot of the, the fucking alpha males dry, walk around with like just per, like percolating coffee levels of anger and contempt that they're just ready to spill out onto other people. But you know, for the rest of us, <laughs> it's, does that make us beta males, Sean? Just that we're not ready and always willing to get into a fucking fight over goddamn nothing. I resent yeah, I mean, that term also, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds like a term made up by meathead psychopaths. Yeah, it absolutely like, is. Oh, that person's asking all logical and just handling things like an adult. We have to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, you fucking pussy. It's like, also, yeah. it's, you're either alpha or you're beta. There's no in-between. It's like, there's a whole fucking alphabet, Greek or not, like... How about a Delta? I'll be a Delta male where I just sit on the sidelines yeah. and make fucking jokes after the fact or just, you know, like that. I hate that shit because I forget what I was listening to, but they were, I think it was some like hunters and they were like, well, you're either a hunter or you're a berry picker. And getting back, I'm like, well, you clearly don't understand how that survival worked because 
80% of the diet back in the hunter-gatherer area era was berries and vegetation. Like that was how you were how you survived. Hunters only were successful tw- like they only provided 20% of the diet at best. The reason why our species survived was because beta males and women or whatever, whoever gatherers fucking made it happen so you guys could go play warrior and bring home a fucking carcass sometimes. Meanwhile, you're probably go blowing each other in the woods and hiding that fact from each other forever. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's a real basic macho toxic bullshit where it's like the only feelings I have are the ones that make me want to fight people and fuck things. Like <laughs> I got two speeds. Those are the only speeds. <laughs> yeah. I got high gear and sex. So, let's do this. I've had issues like that uh, going back home and running into people in bars and stuff that have that mode where it's like, what's up? Why'd you bump into me? Right? Because you're clearly in the way. Like, all right, <laughs> you want to go outside? And I'm like, no, we can talk about it, man. Like, <laughs> I know you know, I know you know more words than that, but. That's why it's like really refreshing when you come across somebody who like balances that very well. Like my buddy Joe, like he had that very <laughs> yeah. situation happen where uh he some he was accused of bumping into somebody uh waiting in line for a restaurant and the guy's like what 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 the fuck you doing and he's like literally as his name's getting called uh the guy's like joe didn't back down but he's like yo if you want to wait here while and then let me go enjoy my delicious mexican food i'll come outside and gladly beat your ass but i'm not missing out on this table (laughs) And then the dude like swung on him, and Joe just laid him out in f- on the side, like just knocked his ass down, and like took him out. And the guy was just laid there wheezing and bleeding for the entirety of Joe's meal. And I was like, "That's perfect. Like, that's yeah. that's a just I- and right world when things like that happen." And may- maybe that's the uh, <laughs> maybe that's the I preparation that- level that we need to aspire to. Yeah, that's the difference is, like, knowing you can handle yourself that way. Like, I don't know, like, if I ever got into a fight like that, I would either, A, get the crap kicked out of me, or I would end up murdering somebody accidentally. I don't know where I am in that that realm. So if you know what you're doing and you're like, man, I can probably kick this guy. I can say whatever I want to him. I would, like, try to defuse it, but if not, I can get through this. Yeah, as somebody who's been in one fight ever, which was mainly just me getting sucker punched in the face, not knowing I was about to be in a fight, I don't know how I would handle myself. I have, you know, dreams and aspirations of how I'd handle myself, but push comes to shove. When I'm just shaking my hand, like, shaking, having to call somebody out, like, hey, you can't throw garbage here. Like, maybe maybe I wouldn't be fucking Rambo in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would go to just try to insult them, like, on their appearance. And then once that runs out, I've got nothing. And then that's like, well, good night. All right, well, I'm leaving. Uh, Yeah. But I won. Just so you know, I won. I'm out. Yeah. I won this. All right, bye. (laughs) Did you do anything special for Thanksgiving, or you just, uh, just stay in the course? I just stayed the course. Talked to the uh, the family um, for all of like being on the group chat because everybody was uh, in different areas, so that was kind of cool. 
there's a lot of uh, quasi trying to start uh, conservative talking points, which was pretty funny to see. I'm like, okay, you're going to complain about this now? Like, <laughs> like what kind? Lockdown. It was just like locked, lockdown procedures. They're like, how many cars are in your driveway? And they're like, well, the government's watching. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, you have to do this like this. Just ruin the, the entire family aesthetic with this. Okay. Cool. About, I'm going to die for turkey. Uh, <laughs> oh, as if they're being watched for gatherings? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, off, I mean, that's more fundraising than tyranny, which I guess is a, a, a form of tyranny. So not entirely off, but also, you know, had they handled this right nine months ago, then maybe we could fucking gather for Thanksgiving without issue. But, you know, enough yeah. pushback and enough... I just don't think they know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, they clearly don't, the people in power, and because they don't know what they're doing. We don't have any trust in that they know what they're doing. So it's like, who yeah. who we trust it depends on the person. So like, oh, I trust this doctor, even though, like... I mean, I, I don't know facts and figures, but it's like, Fauci, I don't know that he's the best spokesperson so he doesn't inspire confidence in exactly everybody. So people don't trust him. They I mean, go to other it's, sources. It's also it's also really hard to show confidence when you're being undermined by the president at every turn. You're yeah. like, hey, if everyone just stays inside and wears masks, we'll be good. And then the president jumps in, like, don't wear masks. You're weak if you wear masks. <laughs> That's like, oh well, I wish we were on the same page on this because uh, you know I'm what, you might have something there, Sean. This. I, you know, that there might be something there. I mean, if you're a socialist, I guess you could believe that. But um, I mean, you know. all I know is one of the two people that were in those briefings talked about injecting bleach and standing in front of a very bright light. So, yeah, somebody has I'm solutions. Go with the doctor. Sean. Yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hydrochloroquine. Somebody is wrong. Bleach, uh, and coming to a big rally with no masks on, with a bunch of people who their immune systems are probably they were probably compromised at birth but now after a lifetime of doritos and fast food and just butt fucking their health skull <laughs> just dipping and coors lighting their way into their 30s and 40s and 50s these are the people that don't need to take precautions in terms of taking safety towards <clears throat> practicing safety towards their fellow man yeah, but, it's all about uh, being responsible. Yeah, it is about responsibility, and uh, you know, people—I mean, myself included—most people aren't that responsible. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, when it's a kind of sliding scale of what that is. It, you know, just do your best. Yeah, and some people's best fucking sucks. So here, just. Uh, yeah. Do what you can. Wash your hands. Wear a mask, or don't, don't go fucking cough on grandma. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, that's you know that's your journey. Terrible decision, but yeah. go for it. Sean Burke is gonna survive this in his bunker in El Segundo. So I'm not. Good people will make it through this. Yeah. If anything, I just see this as training for when I turn 45 and move to the uh, Pacific Northwest into a cabin. But yeah, I can. I put I put eight months of pretty much total isolation in. I can, I can do this. Yeah, I mean, you don't 
you seem like you're doing you're thriving yeah that's uh that was the joke i made at the very beginning i'm like this is just saturday all the time for me i'm just hanging out <laughs> at the house with i don't have to make up excuses to not do things it's great yeah and you know you get a paycheck you got you got work going yeah so it's just your uh, sometimes Saturday projects is uh, homework. Yeah, and it kind of all blends together. So, you know, there's still things I've been meaning to do for five months that I haven't done yet. But, you know, we'll figure that out. I, yeah, I'm not impressed. I, I'm one of, also one of those people that can put things off forever. And I finally handled, like, a couple things that I said that I was going to get handled. And I'm... <clears throat> You know, it only took two to three years, but you know, we're getting we're getting there. Small steps or yeah. steps. I mean, there's also a global pandemic, so you can use that at at your leisure of excuses of like, oh, I would do this, but yeah, you know, this pandemic, this is it's crazy. Looks like laundry's not getting done for another two months. Yeah, uh, I I'm really good at putting that off. Yeah, I've noticed uh, not, like, being face-to-face with people every day. I've taken some uh, real liberties with my facial hair over the over the months. I'm just trying things out, like, uh, <laughs> let's be as white trash as possible with big mutton chops and a mustache. Let's see how that looks. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm not going to see anybody. I hope you're documenting this with photography. Uh, trying to. Some of it is like, wow, I... I need to burn this evidence and grow my beard back immediate, immediately, but yeah, we'll that, that's every time I shave. I'm like, this was a terrible decision. Whatever I did, it was bad. And then I just let it yeah. grow all over again. Like right now I'm doing like some Seth Bullock wannabe fucking mustache flavor saver goatee without the sides type thing. And I'm like, this is, I, and I had like a dollar 99 black beanie on. I'm like, I look like a felon. Or I, I look like a picture hanging up at the post office. This is not a good look. But it's the one I went yeah. over to Heather's house to meet her dad for the first time. So that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can only make first impressions once, so. Yeah. Uh, run. But that that was yeah. mine. I was like, well, I need to shave and my patchy-ass mutton chops or whatever and my neck beard need to go. And then, up, oh, I'm out of time. I guess I got to go. Yeah, I was. Uh, I realized I answered the door uh, for a UPS guy dropping off uh, a package wearing a uh, t-shirt, a flannel, and a cardigan with shorts and slippers and a mask <laughs> on. And I'm like, I just look like a cat lady <laughs> with a mask on. That's pretty much uh, what I'm going for. Layers. Yeah, the mask adds a whole new layer of uh, of fun. You're like, ooh, what's under there? <laughs> Judging by the yeah. shorts and slippers, I'd say nothing good, but... Uh, I may look like trash everywhere else, but on my face I look like Bane, so I still feel cool. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised more... There hasn't been more... Uh, people could have a lot more fun with the masks than they really are, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, like, at my doctor's appointment, I was, like, talking to the receptionist lady. And it's kind of weird 
trying to carry on the conversation with just eye contact and that's it. <laughs> it's just like, you kind of laugh and you're like, Oh, you weren't joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving along. Yeah. Just pretend that you didn't hear him. Yeah. I, I go by people with dogs or children and I'm, I like smiling or trying to like do a little like, Hey, this is cool. And then I'm like, my, my mouth is covered. They can't tell what I'm doing. They just see me looking at their property or whatever. Yeah. Well, how was your uh, your Thanksgiving? What'd you what'd you get into? I went over to Heather's parent her mom's house, and they had the family all together. Uh, it was it was nice. It was very it was the most vegan Thanksgiving I have ever had. Uh, it also was hey. semi Italian, so we had lasagna. I don't know if that's an Italian thing or if it's just a them thing, but there was a vegan lasagna. They had barbecued a turkey. And we had mold uh, bourbon cider, and it was delicious. Dang, that sounds uh, that sounds delightful. Oh, it was it was people were getting loose. I had to I had to <clears throat> I had to gauge it a little bit because I'm like this is I think sneaking up on me, but I feel fine. But also, I need to drive home, so I need to uh, you know mind my p's and q's here because this could i don't want to be a statistic let me slam this wine and go take a little nap underneath the car real quick and then uh then we'll get out of here (laughs) yeah i was trying to avoid that very much because i think i got that out of the way so i went to grocery outlet and got three bottles of wine and i got three bottles of wine for other under 15 bucks and for some reason that didn't Factor into me only drink. I, I drank two bottles the one night, and I was fucked for a day and a half. Hold on. I'm sorry. I think I gotta move oh. my car. Oh, echo. One talking about sorry my uh the hunchback handyman had to move some shit uh i think we're just talking about uh your thanksgiving oh yeah it was a it was really nice we it was very caucasian evening we uh, played some instead of uh cards against humanity a new one's been these games you throw up on the tv and everybody participates on their phone Oh, yeah. Is it the ones that you hold your phone up? Uh, no, you just, like, respond and do answers and can draw and stuff. It's There was, like, a whole batch of different kind of games. It was nice. It was fun playing with her. I think her, her mom seemed to be enjoying herself, so. Nice. Yeah, it was it was cool. Her, <clears throat> her brothers are nice. It was, uh, it was a uneventful but fun evening. With good food, good people, and mulled cider. Which, uh, that's which, a, that touches on the topic of this week. Sure does, Sean. I noticed, uh, looking through the, the mulled wine and, uh, all wintry drinks, 
it's pretty much just adding eggs and spices to already existing alcohol and cooking it for a little bit. Eggs? Yeah, I was looking at like eggnogs and uh, this thing called glog. <laughs> it's a Scandinavian classic uh, recipe uh, that is a red wine, port, vodka, fruit, spices, sugar. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's real hearty looking. What? Oh, grog. It's called glog. Like G? G- umlaut. Yeah, G L O umlaut over the O and uh, two G's. Oh man, I have never heard of such a thing. Yeah, it's a big, big Scandinavian. Surprised you haven't come across it, but uh, that's I've been like kind of going through just like recipes of winter drinks, and they all seem to be just that type of thing of like adding a few more things to already existing alcohol to make them warm and filling. And I'm like, yeah, that's I guess that's the mode when it's 20 below out and you haven't seen the sun in three months. Just, uh, I don't know, put some cinnamon here, put some cardamom here, and uh, boil it, and then chug it. That, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It's also just, hey, we haven't seen the sun in weeks. How about we just start pouring everything into a fucking bucket and figuring out something better? Or at least something yeah. different, because I'm getting tired of just, you know, fermented potato juice. <clears throat> it's like... Like navy cocktails, but they're they're still using things you can actually eat instead of like turpentine and motor oil. But well, the Swedes are a fairly classy bunch, so they've 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 you know red wine and bourbon, ginger, cinnamon, and orange zest. That's Swedish glog. That sounds yeah like trouble. Yeah, that seems like uh something you drink when you have the cold and you have to go to sleep at seven o'clock <laughs> like i know like, you're in pain that'll put you down yeah yeah uh oh that's what i was talking about is uh <clears throat> grocery outlet wine I had two bottles of that and was fucked for i'm i still didn't feel normal today uh, for a better part of the day but we're getting there yeah Maybe. wine's uh I've been, I've been trying to dip back into wine because I, I haven't been drinking that much. So I'm like, oh, I'll just have like a glass of wine to kind of chill out after work and stuff. And I'm like, well, I already had two glasses. Like, how much of this bottle is left? Oh, I've already drank half. Might as well finish it. And then I'm like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. Like, I can put a bottle down and it's fine because I usually have food and or it's just over the course of a while. But then I don't know why... I thought two would be fine, but it was not. I, it was bad. I didn't. And a wine hangover. I don't. Know, I mean, like they're all bad, but this one was. It had its teeth in yeah. me. Maybe if I had uh, added a little bit of white rum, orange peel, and bourbon, <clears throat> maybe that would have. I, I probably would have been fine if that was the case. Yeah, I mean, this one's talking for raisins and sliced blanche almonds. So I, I mean. I don't think you can get hungover with that. Why are white people always trying to put fucking raisins and almonds in everything? They're like, just, <laughs> it's like. I mean, you should t- you should talk to Blue Apron about that because they're they're going buck wild with currants and and yellow raisins and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is nothing. This is just filler. 
Yeah, and capers. Have you ever? Is there like any other ethnicity that uses capers other than like Mediterranean and white people? I mean, what? I mean, I've been, I've been, like, I've used capers a lot, but I don't understand how just adding another pinch of salt isn't the exact same thing as just adding capers. Capers are giant little pine bombs of salt in your food that tend to ruin it. I don't even know what a caper is. It's a, is it an animal? Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a tiny olive little thing. Oh. It's like a little, a little, I don't know. About the size of a, a little bit bigger than a BB. I mean, I know what they are. I just didn't know what the the classification was. I've had them. They, that's what you throw. Yeah. Cause you know, salty salmon on a bagel is not salty enough. So you got to throw some <clears throat> capers on there. Yeah. I also it's, don't know uh, what cardamom is. <laughs> it's just a spice, right? Yeah, I think it's like a... I'm trying to think of like something that I've had it in. I, I don't know. It's like a spice. It's like in between uh, cinnamon and... Uh, what's the uh, Malcolm X tea? What's that spice? Malcolm X tea? Yeah. It's like a spice that you can... Uh, yeah, well, I'll figure it out. Let me check. <laughs> I thought you were setting me up for a joke I wasn't familiar with. What do you call it's Malcolm? It's an Archer reference. Oh. Uh, nutmeg. Oh. Yeah, nutmeg yeah. That, that makes everything better. Yeah. I don't know why my voice always gets a little hoarse and raspy during these, but... <clears throat> Ripping, ripping your Dorel lights. My Dorels. Yeah, uh, my smoking day. I mean, every now and then I'll take a rip, rip of the old reefer, but that's about it. And with my two, that's what's fucked is my. The last time I uh, smoked weed, like it got my nerves all tingly, so like my toothache was just so severe that I haven't even tried to smoke oh, yeah. weed since because I was like, I don't want to wake that fucking slumbering demon i did that once uh when i was in high school i was really high and we were leaving uh the the school parking lot and i slipped on the ice and landed on my arm and i was like oh i'll just smoke some more and i'll, I'll probably feel better but it <laughs> made me <laughs> it made me feel like my arm was broken and every minute that passed that i was closer to losing my arm forever that's the mindset that I was in. So, yeah, I know how that, that feels. Which is odd because weed's supposed to be good for arthritis, which is, I guess that's not like a, a constant conscious pain. It's just kind of like a creaking joint. It's there thing. So that's, yeah. It's odd. And I also think it's like kind of in your head at some points of like what you focus on, you're like, you feel like acute pain and then you just focus on it. If you're super high, uh, at least in my situation, that that was the case. Because like, after I came down, <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, my arm is totally fine. But I think we're gonna be all right here. Yeah, I think we're out of the woods. Snap. Yeah, but back into the woods. We are on the uh, the other side of Thanksgiving, so we're just buck. We're just barreling down into winter time, which means Winterfest alcohols and mold ciders are gonna be all the rage. I uh like my dad does this thing 
where like for Christmas, he and a bunch of buddies, they all pick a different craft beer and they send each other a case. So it's like somebody gets all the beers and they make a whole case out of, you know, everybody's uh, contributions. And most of them are like Winterfest or Winter Ale or Winter Exclusive Brew. And <laughs> to him talking about it this year, he's like, yeah, most of them are terrible, but every now and then you'll get like a good one. Because we were in Vegas yeah. and he had a couple of like, or no, it was a, well, we were in Vegas, but it was a craft brew from Salt Lake and he, he got real hyped on uh, the Devastator. I forget what the brewery's called, but. The Devastator. <laughs> yeah, just, I like a manly beer. I like a Devastator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a, it's just a X-Lax in a Coors Light. That sounds like the <laughs> Devastator. Yeah, do you have any uh do you have any Epicac and a Miller High Life, please? Yeah. I'm here for a family event and I really want to make a scene, so uh let me know. I need to get out of here and also never be invited back. Perfect. Thank you. The bridge burner. <laughs> <laughs> Intestinal rampage. Thank yeah. But uh Yeah, I- that's it. I've kind of experienced that uh, a few times I've gone back home to Michigan and gone to places that like microbreweries that do their seasonal whatever. And it seriously tastes like, like lentil soup was spilt into a beer and then they bring it to you like just too much spice and stuff like that. But yeah, that's why I kind of stay away from that stuff. But I think a recurring theme or just, Maybe our whole podcast is just going to be us shitting on craft beer routinely. <laughs> like, who yeah. is buying this? Who wants a grapefruit <laughs> ale? Why? Stop it. This is terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Anchor Steam has a winter beer that's it's pretty good, but it doesn't, it's not like you would drink it and be like, ah, this tastes like Christmas. It's just a Anchor Steam does good beer, and this is one that they release around Christmas time, and it's got you know, pine trees on it. So you drink it and you're like, oh, yeah, this is good. But it's not. I think I, aside from like, uh, like the eggnog type of stuff and like the hot toddy type of things that are kind of like specifically kind of Christmas time and winter, um, any type of like kind of thick uh, microbrew or whatever that kind of just warms you up and gets you drunk is, Kind of seems part of the course. Egg, yeah, eggnog is a that's a weird one. David tells joke. I I love it. He's like, I want to get a little drunk, but I also want some pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, there was a thing in my high school where one of our our Christmas uh, whatever assembly thing they had in like a whatever eggnog chugging contest. Oh man! And it basically just looked like people were drinking pancake batter, and I was like, "This is the grossest thing I've ever seen." So, I I don't think I've ever had alcoholic eggnog because it it just reminds me of that, and it seems disgusting. I definitely have, but it's not. It it's one. It's nice because it's like you can't drink too much. I mean, you can. You can drink too much of anything, but it, like with me, I'm like, I I can't drink any more of this shit. I gotta move on. Like. The pancake yeah. batter is a little too much. Yeah, a little thick. 
All right. Let's get a little history. Like, where that even came from? Like, if you were in the pioneer times, you're like, does that anything about eggnog scream cowboy or like pilgrim? Not really. It's probably like, it probably came out of like necessity of like, well, the goat is still spewing milk. So, uh, I don't know, dump it in there. Yeah. I mean, there's the thing. Yeah. Well, we got the, it's probably the same fucking Swedish thing. Well, like, wait, we're hunkered down, uh, without light for months. So what do we have? We have wine. We got rum. We got, all right, fuck it. Let's, let's make some, what did you glog? Glog. <laughs> Maybe we need to make some glog. Uh, by the way, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna start a Patreon where you can just suggest drinks for us to make, buy, yeah. and vibe, and then we'll put a price tag on top of it. But we'll uh, we'll give you a, a rating and uh, a give review. Five things. Just give us five things that are in your in your fridge, and we'll make a drink out of it. Yeah, it's like high school when you're being dared to join a club that no one wants to be in, and you're like, "Yeah, come over, and we'll make you a cocktail out of whatever we got in the fucking fridge." And if you don't do it, we're gonna make fun of you because that's how children work. Yeah, you drink it, or we'll throw a trash at you. That's that's <laughs> what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna tell people that you're queer because it's still <laughs> allowed because this is the '90s. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, while culinary history historians debate eggnog's exact lineage, most agree it came from the early medieval Britain posset, a hot, milky ale-like drink. And by the 13th Ugh. century, monks were known to drink posset with eggs and figs. Meg's egg, milk, eggs, and sherry were foods of the wealthy, so eggnog was often used in toasts to prosperity and good health. Eggnog became tied to the holidays when the drink hopped the pond. In the 1700s, and American colonies were full of farms with chickens and cows and cheap rum, a soon signature. Gre- I didn't know it was rum. I feel like it also is, doesn't it have uh, whiskey and rum. Oh man! Yeah, how did I feel that... like it's, it's it's one of those things that sounds like an all sorts where they just kind of throw everything into it. Well, we got eggs, we got milk, and we got. Whatever fucking liquor we got, so let's let's make something. Yeah, it's just a dare drink. <laughs> yeah, how many like weird concoctions were around that just killed people before they're like, "All right, we found eggnog and it doesn't kill you right away." So uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep it in the mix. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's the trial and error over history of like. Well, uh, Jimmy died from that, so uh, I don't know. Go easy on the turpentine, and then we'll uh, we'll figure out the next step. Because I feel like that that way with like making moonshine, like there's a point where like if you drink too pure moonshine, you can go blind. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did they figure that out? <laughs> like, how many people went blind? Like, eh, I'm not going to drink this. Probably a lot. I mean, the people in the Appalachians, uh, they. <laughs> Feel like blind people just became the uh, the prophets of the time and the soothsayers. So yeah, they were just leveling up in their <clears throat> in their workforce. Jimmy drank the the truth juice, so uh, he he can see it all. <laughs> He's just gonna talk in riddles, and some of them might be like vaguely 
familiar with things that just happen to happen. So uh, we're going to say he's a prophet. It's, yeah. And that's how religions he, are born. He's a saint now. There is, like, it, like, eggnog tastes like the holidays because of, like, you associate it with the holidays, but, like, there, there's not that many drinks that you would just be like, oh, this tastes like Christmas. Like, I remember uh, in high school, which is, this doesn't bode well, for, I guess, for me or my friends, but my friend had opium, and he was smoking opium. <laughs> and I'm like, that smells like Christmas. <laughs> That's uh, quite a special uh, Christmas in the Sundry household. I mean, no, it wasn't in my house. It was you know, yeah. one of my skateboard friends. But I was just, and he's like, "You want some?" And I'm like, "Fuck no, I don't." Opium, and uh, but it it, yeah. it had a real piney. It had it was seemed real fresh. I don't know how legit it yeah, was. Yeah, I had but. a friend. I had a friend give me a piece of opium in high school, and I was like, "I don't want to smoke this alone, so I'll just put it in a bowl." without telling all my friends before we smoke it. Um, it did not work out great. Uh, just kind of it freaked everybody out, and then everybody got really mad at me. So, <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> definitely on the wrong side of consent, Sean. Hey, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to roofie myself, so I roofied all of us. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I don't think I actually believed that it was actual opium in northern Michigan. I don't know how you can get opium to northern Michigan that is actually still potent. But. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I mean, if you believe Ozark, apparently the poppy flower can grow almost anywhere, so why that's not? True. That's true. That's a documentary, so that, that, that is true. That is a factual series that's based only in the real world, and so we yes. should definitely base our real lives off of that. It is fact. Well, I'm looking up Winterfest beers, and this Coors Winterfest just looks delightful. <laughs> I could drink twelve. To, I could drink twelve to fourteen of those and, at any time. I'm, I mean, the good people at uh, Molson Coors they wouldn't let us down. So that one's probably that's probably a win. If I was putting together a winter winter pack of of beer, I think that would be included for sure. Um, yeah. I was going to say that uh, along those lines of things that do would evoke like winter or Christmas, Iceland has like, uh, they have like a, I don't know if it's their national liquor or what, but it's a, it's a liquor that they're known for. And I think it actually is uh, fermented pine or some, it's fermented some, birch. It's some sort of tree, but it, it, it huh. tastes like you take a shot of it and you're like, that tastes like Christmas. And it's just like real it, piney and fresh and like it, it's pretty good, but uh it's uh and I it's I think it's making its way over here a little more so because I saw recently that <clears throat> some liquor store had it and it wasn't at an obscene markup or anything. I just think nobody knows not nobody, but you know not everybody knows to look for it. I'm surprised like gin isn't like a bigger kind of like Christmassy thing since it tastes like fucking pine needles anyway. That's true. Um, but I think I tried to make yeah. it a Christmas thing that one year and uh, I ended up sleeping in my fucking mulch. <laughs> so it works. That's, that's <laughs> the tough. 
Yeah, I, I sleep outside so Santa can go get his shit done inside. Yeah. Man, I went to a fucking... As you do when you're in a relationship, you find yourself... Here it is. I f- at a... the hell's that place called? It's got like four different names. Uh, Cost Plus World Market. Oh, yeah. And among the very many things that no one needs, uh, there was a whole display of just like Christmas-themed alcohol and beer. Delirium. Tremens has a Delirium Nor- Noel... Which is probably, it's actually a pretty good deal because you get two of the big bottles and a little uh, snifter or, one of, you know, one of those fun little glasses yeah. with the, the pink ele- elephants. The fact that they have the pink elephant as their logo is like, <laughs> hey, that, you're going to be. I will say, the first time I bought it, that's the whole reason. It, the bottle looks like it's made out of, like, ceramic and then it's got pink elephants on it and you're like, well, this looks just crazy enough to have a good time, so I'm going to drink all of this. Oh, yeah, and it it is and a good like, time. It's like a lot, 11%. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's delicious. It's a great it's a great beverage, yeah. but it's also like if you're used to drinking a lot, if you're if you're a a, a, spr- a marathon drinker, this is not your beverage. Like it's like getting a thing of Duvel. You're like, "No, I I got to go to bed." Yeah something you drink while you're under a blanket just to be just to be safe and and next to the delirium noel we have a what looks like a 40 ounce bottle of mold cider then next oh nope that's not that where did you go and the bad elf winter's ale like i wonder what i mean it's all marketing they just like man that'll be the winter ale that sounds like some uh, stone bullshit. Like, here's our edgy take on a Christmas a Christmas beer or something. Yeah, and we'll put the cap on it that has that, like, hinge thing, or you could put it back, like, Grolsch does it. So uh, people will pay, oh, like, yeah. four extra dollars because we got the stupid fucking so bottle. It looks, it looks European. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like what makes up a winter ale or what a a Christmas ale like doesn't seem to have any real kind of it's not like well it all tastes like pine or it all tastes like this. Yeah, I think it's just like usually like all the winter ales and stuff I've had are just like kind of high alcohol uh almost porters but not like just kind of uh, like a red ale with a ton of spices and stuff in it. Yeah. This seems like something we should have done more research on or had somebody to talk to about, but, you know. Well, I mean, in hindsight. Maybe. I'm kind of over, kind of over microbrews anyway, so I would yeah. rather just drink, uh, take my luck with some glog, and uh, hopefully I'm not drinking uh, train cleaner. I wonder if uh, our Latino friends have any good uh, uh, contributions for the... I got one called a uh, Coquito, which is a Puerto Rican holiday cocktail, which is uh, simmer-sweetened condensed milk, evaporated milk, cream of coconut, vanilla extract, and spices and cool, and stir in some rum. 
That sounds delicious. Aside from the rum, rum is a is slippery slope for me. Yeah, I think a lot of these are. Uh, it's just meant to get your temperature up. So it's like it's either like bourbon to some kind of whiskey and rum are the are the bases because it's so uh, it'll just warm you up. That's true. I will say from growing up ice fishing, um, this is kind of that's kind of the, the mode for that. It's is just you want something that'll warm you up and keep you as drunk as long as possible because. Whenever anyone says that they're going ice fishing, what they really mean to say is, I'm going to drink in a shed on a frozen lake. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Which it's is, like saying you're going camping. It's like, I'm going to go drink outside around a fire. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was going to ask about the, the, the ice fishing thing, because it's like, are you rolling out there with a thermos full of hot cider filled, like, mixed with whiskey, or what? what's the... Uh, I think most times it's just whiskey. It's, you're rolling out there with a bottle of whiskey, and then you're scooping snow to, uh, quote-unquote, put ice in your drink and just drinking that until you warm up. And uh, who knows if you'll get any fishing done. That's kind of beside the point. But Ice fishing sounds absolutely terrible. Is, is there... It doesn't pay for it. But when you go do it, it's, it's enjoyable mainly because of the alcohol or just it's actually fun? Yeah. Or it's, it's just a good hang? It's a good hang, but you're essentially at a bar on a frozen lake while you're <laughs> pretending to do something. And it's not cold. Like, you're usually inside a little shanty that's kind of warm anyway, depending on how bougie you want to get. You could Some of those uh, shanties have, like, wood stoves and shit like that in it. So you're essentially just hanging out, but... How does the stove work where it warms you in up but doesn't melt the ice? It's uh, it's on the wall. So, like, it'd be, I don't know, two or three feet off the ground, and it'd just be, like, on the wall, and then it just feeds out. So it just heats kind of like the top layer of the, uh, the shanty, so it's kind of warm. But well, And the ice is usually, like, a foot and a half thick. So, Well, hats off to whoever figure out that one. So I, I would for sure just made a campfire on the ice and then been like, oh, that melted right through, huh? I'm sure it was just people that really were just alcoholics that got hungry. And they're like, oh, there's usually fish in that lake. Well, that's a... Drill a hole. That's another thing is, like, we all badmouth... I mean, we don't because we are parking lot drunk, so we're bringing light to the good people of uh, the drinking world, but... You know, people badmouth drinkers all throughout history, but up until very recently, water wasn't exactly available, so you were rolling around drinking things like alcohol or wine or liquor or whatever because it was shelf-stable and it was not going to get you sick. So yeah, most great inventions from throughout history probably had alcohol at attached to it as in the liner notes of uh you know in the credits alcohol was probably involved in the creation of whatever you're enjoying yeah i mean it also makes things uh an adventure every single time like yeah you can have some coffee but then if you have irish coffee i'm pretty sure it's kind of not racist but (laughs) anti-irish uh it, it it spices up a normal thing that you're you like you can kind of get away with you know like wine in a in a can of 
like Coke or something. Well, that's just being cultured and going to Spain. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I, I just like that the, I like Ireland. I, I mean, I don't know anybody that ever brings that up where it's like, that's right. Ra- that's we, we resent that. And they're like, no, nah, we're a fucking party. That's what we're about. We drink at pubs. We get fucking shit housed. And Saint, pa- you're welcome for St. Patrick's Day. Like, yeah. Once they, once I mean, people- it's also these Americanized uh, holidays that you kind of use for drinking whatever, like Cinco de Mayo, uh, July Fourth of July, like uh, all those kind of. Uh, default holidays you're like well this would be so much better if we could just get blackout drunk outside yeah but are they not get doing that in ireland for saint patrick's day i don't know i mean i'm sure to an extent but i'm sure a lot of that is uh based on something else probably in the in the native land i'm sure saint patrick's day people aren't cruising up to bars at 9 a.m to get wasted but I could be wrong. I've never been. Well, perhaps we'll do a little bit of research. And when, uh, I mean, March is only a stone's throw away. So provided the world survives till then, maybe we got something to look forward That's to true. there. Who knows? We we could bring you a live remote boogie monster. Or boogie monster. Uh, <laughs> we really drunk. showed our cards on that one. <laughs> yep. From Ireland. Uh, it's uh, all just goes uh, according to plan. These uh, 90% effective levels of vaccines who knows i mean i think ireland is one of the countries that remained open for u.s travel as it was so i think we could go regardless as you know i just don't want to expose you after because i've been building my immunity up this whole time you've just been hunkered down now you might be even more at risk than at the start of this i've uh i've been in a petri dish just wallowing that's an odd way to describe the way you live (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I live in my Things have gotten dish. real weird over here, Christian. I have a kiddie pool full of KY jelly that I call my Petri dish. <laughs> yep. And I sleep in it. That, that's where oh, I live now. Oh, man. I, like, I haven't been sleeping that good. I started listening to uh, Binaural Beats. Uh, I don't know exactly what... I think we've talked about this, but, man, I, I put them on a little bit yesterday... When I was trying to fall asleep, and it, I knocked out so quick, my whole like I was gonna put it on, and then turn it off because I, I didn't want to like have it on. I I don't know how it'll it'll affect echo, and I was like, and then I just woke <laughs> up just sitting in the corner of the super soldier that she's been activated. Yeah, or she starts just evolving like a, a lump starts to form. Her her brain just evolves into this larger creature. Uh, but yeah, that that shit knocks you out, and I don't dream at all until the music stops, and then once it does, I have absurd dreams. <laughs> I've I've kind of uh, done the same thing, but with melatonin. I've uh, I got this sampler pack of these CBD gummies that uh, one is like a sleep melatonin thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is a, I'll take this like an hour before I go to sleep. And it's like 20 minutes later and I am I can barely keep my eyes open. And then I wake up in the morning totally refreshed. But then I've got the uh, 
the feeling that you just woke up like all day after. But yeah, that's my problem. I would recommend. I have it a me- you down. Yeah, I have a melatonin supplement as well, and I have that feeling too. Like getting going through the rest of the day is just super hard. Like you don't feel hungover yeah. or anything, but you're just like, I feel like my brain doesn't click on, or I just like, I don't know, it just feels yeah. like I can't get going. You're you're in that weird state before you have like coffee or food or anything. Like when you first wake up, like it's like that all day, and you're just like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is not that effective from what I thought it would be. Getting eight hours of full sleep, but but yeah, try it. Maybe I don't particularly like edibles, so I don't know. But what I might like is uh, something called Ponche Navideño. It's a Mexican Christmas punch. Couldn't hurt. Try it. It looks like a sangria. It seems to have a lot of fruit involved. There's dried hibiscus flowers, 24 cups, six quarts of water, 20 cloves. This is this is too many ingredients and Goya's involved. I'm out. All right, Mexico. <laughs> I'll just take a Miller Lite. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it does look good. There's this thing. I'll have a Mexican coffee thing. instead. Thank you. There's like all these lists of like cocktails and stuff that seem like pretty legit. And then there's this one called the Jingle Ball, which just seems like some uh, kind of half off special bullshit. Um, it is a cocktail inside a, a like ornament glass with chilled pine infused vodka with soda water, cranberry juice, and actual cranberries. Uh, served chilled. It looks awful, but it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it looks like somebody. It's, it kind of looks like somebody just had their six-year-old uh, make a cocktail. Here's some, I don't know, cranberries and uh, pine needles. Go ahead. I just found something called Jingle Juice, which is why. why I mean, cran cran apples is kind of or cranberry and apple is sort of fall winter. So that makes sense. Yeah. And it's like Moscato, vo- vodka, Prosecco. Well, it, that could be good. I could, uh, it seems pretty, it's like, I'm surprised Sprite's not involved. Mint, cranberry, that sounds good. I'll, I'd try some jingle yeah. juice. I found one called uh, uh, Penicillin. Just a real straight shooter of a name. Uh, with two ounces blended scotch, one ounce lemon juice, five, 0.5 ounces of honey syrup, 0.5 ounces of ginger syrup, and uh, 0.25 ounces of La Creole scotch. It, again, it's just like dump something sweet that'll soothe, soothe your uh, throat and a bunch of alcohol. It's kind of a mode for these. Yeah, like you might be getting a cold, but you also want to get a buzz. So here is what we got for you. It's sugary yeah. and syrupy, here's, but also, you know. Here's a drink to ensure that you're in bed by 7.45 p.m. <laughs> I like that the birth of the Lord just is like, oh, we got to figure out some sort of thing to drink. <laughs> uh it, the sun hasn't come up in three months. We got to figure something else out here. 
wine's room temperature, but it's that's not hot enough. Let's let's add yeah. some vodka. Let's glog it up. Add some Everclear. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You got some uh, Christmas tree trimmings and some honey. Cool. You got a cocktail. Throw some tinsel in there and remnants of a just grinded up uh, Christmas ornament. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in California, so we don't have to worry about winter too much. Like, the coldest it's going to get is, like, into the 40s, maybe, maybe high 30s. Like, yeah, maybe. And then it'll be, you know, 65, 70 by the midday. The biggest thing we have to deal with is uh, the sun going down at 4.30, which is somehow an issue, but... Yeah, which is also happening everywhere else. I was thinking about that tonight. I was like, man, all right, now imagine this uh, sun schedule and 20-degree weather, 16-degree weather, negative-degree weather. It's like, yes, we got it easy. Yeah. But I want to hike after work. I wanted to surf. I didn't want to wear a wetsuit. Yeah. I was talking to my parents, and they're like, well, it's uh, it's 35, but it's pretty nice out. It's sunny here. And I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of what you have to measure things against. It's like, it's not incredibly freezing here. So. Oh, no. Like, I get to wear a jacket. I don't have to wear a jacket. Like, I, <laughs> like, I get to layer. I can wear a jacket for fun. Yeah, I get to layer up. I'm like, oh, I got this REI thing for thirty nine ninety nine on the sale rack. I can't wait to wear it. It's like, yeah, for the one week that I can actually wear it without sweating. Yeah, I don't have to like and like. Do you know? Remember, the in real winter where just like the back of your pants are wet just as soon as you go outside and they're just wet all day until you take them off because they just like they creep up the the back of your heel. Yeah, and you've got like the salt from the street. Yeah, your pants are all out of your pants. It's the worst. You got to fucking scrape yeah. off your car, and and instead of being mad about that, people have time to go pick a race to be pissed off at. Like fuck you. I think yeah. all white supremacists should be moved to move anywhere where temperatures go below negative five. I mean, that's the one thing that. Uh, Kinane's got that bit about it about what white supremacists eat. Oh yeah, like how can you be angry at other races when there's Mexican food? <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand how you could be upset at that. Well, Lukasik used to deliver Chinese food with a to a dude who would have visible swastika tattoos. And he's like, you're ordering Chinese food. <laughs> This is no. This is all wrong. Like, and uh, again, it's it's looking for logic in an illogical place. But it's just like, all right, if yeah. you're so fucking proud of your race, why don't you stick to your own shit? It's like, just okay. We'll say goodbye to rock and roll. Say goodbye to yeah. pretty much all good food. Uh, all you can eat is bologna and mayonnaise sandwiches on white bread. Yeah, you can have hot dogs. You can, you know. Eat, whatever nordic bullshit 
uh, I mean, the best restaurant in the world is in Copa. Go, yeah, have your foraged seafood or uh, seaweed and, you know, weird mushroom salad or whatever. I don't even know what they fucking make there. Is it called Nova? Oh, I have no idea. Well, have fun with your weird Scandinavian food. I've seen people in Norway put ketchup on their salad. Have fucking fun with that, bud. Like, meanwhile, the rest of us intermingling mongoloids are just going to enjoy having a great big party with anybody who's invited and sh- anybody who shows up because, god yeah. damn it, we at least admit that white people are more are more bit more takers than givers in this big stew of uh, the melting pot here. Yeah. Maybe I speak for myself. What What do you think the best white, like, Aryan meal would be? It's. I mean, like, even that is like. I don't even know how to pick that out. Like, where where does it come from? I think the most like main like white food that is delicious is Polish food, but. Yeah. I don't know if that's Aryan. Um, I mean, I'd accept it. Because a lot of Polish food is Jewish-based. At least the Polish food that I've had that I find amazing. Like, latkes and sauerkraut and beer sausage. Well, most... most but... Yeah, well, most good food... I that guess we, not beer sausage. <clears throat> well, most food that we enjoy, are, it's like, it's all people that were, like, poor... Or, you know, oppressed, and they just had to make the best with what they have, and that made the best food, because it's like, like Polish yeah, I think food that's like, like cabbage and sausage and whatever they could muster up. Meanwhile, you know, the the lords and ladies were eating roasts and this, like, roasts are fine, but it's, I don't, if you're, if you, your death row last meal, are you going to be like, I'm going to have a roast with roasted vegetables and carrots you're like no fucking bring out bring out the latkes throw on some sausage i could feel that bring out like soul food that is just meant to it's food that is there to make you feel good (laughs) yeah that's the best part about it it's very comforting (laughs) yeah eat my feelings with a pound of mac and cheese and uh be amazing I, yeah, it is. <laughs> We're going to get, or I'm going to open up a fucking can of worms, but it's like, what even is white? But it's like Italian food's great, obviously, and Mediterranean food's great, but then it's like, in terms of German, Aryan, Nordic bloodline, you're like, if it, if that if that's your supremacy if that's where your supremacy is based you can have all the food you can have all the music all right so, i mean sweden's got some great pop pop bands pop music and great metal scandinavia but all in all i'd take everything else over that. <laughs> yeah i mean you're not no one's knocking down the door to get lutefisk that yeah. poison ass fish in acid correct or lie but um yeah, I don't know. That's why, like, that's why I don't, I mean, one of many reasons I don't understand white supremacy at all is, like, 
you have to get food from everywhere else. Like, what what do you eat if you're just a hardliner? Yeah, hopefully you just starve and die, or you're malnourished yeah. and die. Yeah. Well, that's probably why they're ordering out, because uh, they, they underline, again, it goes back to what we started off, or I don't know about started, but the tough guy that's just afraid of uh, his own feelings and uh, having to think for himself. It's the same shit. It's just like, you know you're not yeah. that great, and now you're just going to pretend and... It's so I tried to order fajitas silly. one time. Tried to order order fajitas one time, and I messed up the the pronunci- pronunciation of it. it does not work. <laughs> the pronunciation. That's what I get. Not gonna hand stand fajitas. I get the fajitas. Fajitas. I don't even. Oh, know. you're laughing at me. All right, I'm starting a rate war. <laughs> it yeah, it's uh. You know that feeling when you're like a, I don't know, not even a kid, but when you're like first starting to delve out and you're going to different kind, like Mexican restaurants, Thai, Thai restaurants, and you're like, well, I don't know what any of this shit is, so I'm just gonna go with what seems familiar. Yeah, it's probably white supremacists in a, in a nutshell. They're like, if I felt more welcome here. <laughs> that's I mean, like that's what I'm afraid. When I go to a place, I'm like, I don't know what any of this is. Uh, let me find one thing on the menu that has chicken in it. And, oh, there it is. I'll take that. Yes. Oh, this is amazing. I'll eat this for the next three years before I move on to another thing. I mean, when you find the good thing, it, it is hard to uh, move on. But um, I think watching Bourdain is what, <clears throat> not that I'm super fucking adventurous by any means, but just I'll go to a new, like a restaurant that I've been to before. I'm like, I know what's good here, and I know I can come back to it. So, but Bourdain's whole thing was like, man, the the chefs want to make, they want to make new things. They don't want to just do the same shit that's on the menu every week. So order the special, yeah. like get what they what's in season, what's going, like what they got to get rid of. Like they're gonna be creative, they're gonna be excited to make whatever they're doing. Order the special. So like a lot of the time, I'll just be like, what's on special, and then they say it, and I'm like. I bring it out, and I'm like, I'll never be able to order that again, but that was fucking great. Yeah. But. That's, yeah, that's, that's the one thing where I'm like, does this have fish in it? Cool. I'll, I'll take it. If it does not have fish in it. <laughs> it's my only, my only line in the sand. Has this touched seawater? Yeah. Well, you know. It's so gross. Well, you're missing out, but that's on you. Yeah. Well, At least it doesn't t- make you into a, a bigot. You're a land bigot. They but... figure... Yeah. As soon as they figure out a, a way to stop making chicken the most delicious thing on the planet, uh, maybe I'll jump ship. Have you never heard of something called Chicken of the Sea, Sean? It's called tuna. Uh, there's a reason they call it the Chicken of the Sea. So they try to compare it to something that's good. <laughs> I, dude, our alcoholic upstairs neighbor, when he moved out, uh, he must have been doing like a, a purge of his deep freeze. So he came down with like two of the fattest bluefin steaks I've ever seen. And I I uh, made some this week and I was like, it was frozen and deep or de uh, thawed or thawed. And I just seared it and made a marinade one. It was 
so fucked up good. I know you're not going to believe it, but like I was like yeah. blown away at the quality of this this fish. And it was free. I was ah, oh, it was thank God for yeah, alcoholic that, upstairs neighbors. That that makes everything better when it's free. You're like, "Oh, for sure." Yeah. I didn't pay anything for this. Sure. Yeah, I've been doing this thing where every time I want to go get food out, I just make something that I have here, and then I take whatever that would have cost, and I just like I just saved twenty three dollars. Yeah, and it's helping. That's it's helping of, me stick to my budget. That's kind of the thing about like Blue Apron and stuff is like, at least I'm still getting a variety of like things I haven't had before, and I can kind of still do that without spending twenty dollars a meal or something. But yeah, it's it's wild. Again, qual- this week's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron and Delish.com. <laughs> I mean, if somebody had to pick what this episode about, I doubt they would say it's Winterfest, but <laughs> we we we, yeah. we we talked about it. We're we're covering the gamut. You know, we uh we were some buzzards circling the corpse of uh winter drinks. Yeah. We talked about how we hate microbrews and then uh try to pronounce our way through a bunch of different specialty cocktails. I'm gonna get my buddy who runs a microbrewery <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be a guest and we can just attack him. Like, who yeah. do you think you are? My uh my cousin's uh, boyfriend is like a he's he's like a sommelier for like craft brew and stuff, and he works at like oh, Founders in Grand Rapids. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this dude is, probably would not like what we're talking about because he knows <laughs> like everything about it and how it pairs with everything and all the like the science behind it. And I'm like, this one's too spicy. I don't like this. You got Corona here? Cool. Oh, <laughs> you're just Bill Cunningham in the fucking craft brew bar. <laughs> this place doesn't have Budweiser. I'm leaving. <laughs> How much is this? No, 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 no. Yeah, but we also aren't pretending that we know anything. Like we, <laughs> it's called parking lot drunk. Like, <laughs> like we got a. We maybe have a cooler, <laughs> like hidden away yeah. somewhere. Like we're not trying to. If if you are here for highbrow anything you're in the wrong place like we've yeah we've advertised accordingly the lowest denomination of beers that we buy at a time are 30s yes that's <laughs> it if it doesn't come in we a don't sp- buy six packs we don't buy growlers we buy 30 packs and drink it into a parking lot until we're sunburned and tired i had the option of buying one tall cam but they sell them in a pack of three, so I bought three. Yeah. That's just economics. That's just smart business. Just simple economics. Oh. Yeah, the lady in front of me was picking a fight with the cashier as she was holding a napkin napkin over her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same, right? This works. Yeah, this is a mask. (laughs) This is keeping everyone safe. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe that'll be a rant for another day, but like the have seeing children out in public closed spaces 
children no masks, parents masks. Like, how does that work? Yeah, I don't like. I I'm so inundated on my own system, or like, I've woken up from like a, in a cold sweat because I had a dream I was out in public without a mask on, and then I see people all around me just like, man, I can't wear a mask. I'll just I'll just touch the door handle and then rub my eyes, and I'm like, I'm getting so much anxiety from this, but. <laughs> Yeah, you should see what happens at skate parks. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> Cody didn't go yes. home. The code man, he didn't go home for uh, his, he didn't go to the, his thank, family Thanksgiving, and he was, like, kind of poking around, asking if he was a dick about, like, for not. And, like, short short answer, he wasn't. Then I was explaining, like, yeah, man, I, I don't even know, like, my my family and I, my parents came out and we did a road trip around like Arizona, Utah. You know, they flew on an airplane. I was around them. They're my dad's in his seventies. My mom's getting there. You know, like I could have put them at. I I don't know. I don't know what the the bar is that I should really be aspiring to. I feel like if I'm healthy yeah. and they're healthy, and we're wearing masks and doing what we can, it's all we can do. But also, like, if they got it in within the, like that window of me being around, I'm like, that was fucking so stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the in the way like I don't know what is the right kind of balance, so I'm just kind of on the other side of that, and just like I'm just gonna go full, stay away from everything and everybody, just to be safe because I have no idea what the right kind of tact is but well you're also at risk like <clears throat> i mean my yeah. pa- my parents are too but just i mean my mom works my dad golfs and whatever and uh, honestly i think my dad would welcome death <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just out there just licking the steering wheels of the golf carts like fuck it <laughs> i'd live i did yeah. my thing i took care of the everyone i needed to take care of if death wants me i'm available but yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I don't want that that blood on my hands. So I I don't know. Everybody's got a different a line that they're holding up, and different rationale. Yeah. It's just it's just interesting see hearing the people that are just like, no, no masks. I'm going to grandma's. Yeah, this thing isn't real. I'm willing to put my life on the line for turkey and stuffing. Yeah, fake pandemic. Fuck your kids. Whatever, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> but again, logic in a logical place. So we all we can do is, you know, what what we think is right, or uh, yeah. And it, <laughs> we, it everybody's bar might be a little uh, different than everyone else's. So. And as long as like the vaccine or whatever comes about, like. As soon as I, like, get the vaccine, do whatever you want. Like, go ahead and die at a Trump rally for the recount. I, I, I don't really care, but while you still can put me at risk, I'm uh, I'm going to avoid everybody. Which is probably the smart thing to do. And I salute yeah. you for it. Well, um, I mean, I don't know that we really cracked the the nut on Winterfest, but we left it. No, up. I think we killed it. I right. think we crushed this. I think we uh, 
covered everything. And, uh, yeah, I think we uh, can end the chapter here because we killed it. Yeah, I think we can too as well. I mean, clearly. All right. Well, if you got a Winterfest beer, we are available for advertising. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Sean Burke, as always, it's been a pleasure. All the pleasures on this side of the glog. The glog. All right. Well, raise a toast of mold, whatever you're drinking, or uh, whatever elf riddled uh, STD <laughs> drink you got. <laughs> um, this we we'll have a couple more before Christmas, but yeah. And uh, in the meantime, cheers yeah. and uh, have a good one. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh-huh.